LAFC bought Bradley Wright Phillips. He's older than time. Well, I mean, now that the, the Wright Phillips family have now found a second career on adverts. Oh, they're selling Portal, aren't they? They are, yeah. That that great Facebook gizmo that's... I, I just think it's going to go this, the way of the Zoom. It's going to be in that sort of pantheon of... <laughs> do you remember that technology? I mean, we, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 the other night as we make our way through the um, the Marvel MCU, Cinematic yeah. Universe, yeah. And, of course, I, I really like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They're, they're, they're extremely well made. And my I'm sat there with my 10-year-old steps and he's laughing. I, I have seen that one before. And they bring out the Zune at the end and I burst out laughing. And he's like, why is that funny? So I have to explain kind of, oh, back in the olden days. You know, this sort of um, primitive piece of technology that was released in, what, about 2004? We only mentioned him on another podcast recently, but our mutual friend, Jimothy, actually had a Zoom. Did he? He owned a Zoom. He owned a Microsoft Zoom. I mean, I've, I've still got a mini disc player. Mini discs were the future. I've got I've got two in that yeah. cupboard. They were brilliant. All oh, my I, jingles were on them. Yeah, same. I had I had jingles. I had recorded some songs onto them. In fact, I think in the early days of my of my uh, professional radio career, when I used to stand in for you, what I used to do is before I knew how to access the, the logging system. This is very niche. This, but as we have a lot of radio people that listen to this, that they'll they'll get it. The system where all the audio sat. I didn't know how to access that. So I used to record the show in its entirety on Sky at home, and then I then have to play it back or play the or play bits of it back, the bits I wanted to through the stereo into the mini disc player. So that's why I had a, some sort of record of of what I was doing. I will one up you just just because it's funny. I used to have a brilliant Iowa mini disc CD sets that you could dub CDs to mini discs on. Yeah. I left it with my former housemate. That former housemate is now the director of elections for the Liberal Democrats. So he's got the, the world's most impossible job with the world's <laughs> most impossible music format. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> he's, well, he's, is he currently playing all the... <laughs> any songs that they have off uh, play at right rallies he, and stuff? He used to play uh, Tim Farron's hymns off of Minidisc. <laughs> Gay people are the worst. <laughs> oh. They don't buy milk. They're not British. Cumbria is lovely. <laughs> Nothing weird happens in Cumbria, apart from floods. Do gay people not buy milk? That's a, that's a, that's. No, a, gay, gay people don't buy milk. Do they not? I think. It, it, it expect, I don't think I don't think Tim Farron, the former leader of the Liberal Democrats, is necessarily homophobic. I think he's homosceptic, and um, <laughs> just just because of his religion. So we'll see yeah. how that plays. Oh, can I? Um, <laughs> yes, uh, bringing us back around to everything. Uh, can I read you this brilliant thing? It's from a British newspaper, but I'm not too sure which because I can't recognise. It's font choices. They're awful. So I'm guessing it's a local paper. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'll, get, I'll get close to the mic for this. Oh, okay. Gravitas, right. I'll, I'll, I'll Gravitas. sit back and listen. Okay. Monday's annual cheese rolling event at Cooper's Hill near Brockworth was cancelled due to coronavirus. However, a symbolic baby bell cheese was rolled down the empty hill at 5.30am. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? 
Okay. <laughs> oh, because I, to be a good journalist, you can't just take somebody's word for that. So there was a journalist at a hill at 5.30 in the morning for somebody just rolling a baby, baby. bell. Oh. But would a, would, a, would a baby bell not get stuck in the grass? Of course it would. It's ceremonial, though. Well, but surely if it's, cerem- I mean, if it's ceremonial, you, st- you can't just go, right, let's just, ch- just lob it up. That's, just, that's not a ceremonial cheese rolling. That's just chucking a baby bell on, f- on the floor. That's just littering. That's all they've done there. They've littered. The, the, oh, as, as, a, as a public service announcement, don't ever get the blue baby bell. They're not right. Okay. Just... Is this, is, is this going to become a regular series after my midget gem chat? Yeah, cheese chat. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do a, a food segment. And it has to be Every small week. food. It can't be small, okay. big food. It's got to be small. So midget gems, the clue's in the name. Oh, well, speaking of small food, you know, I was saying that I did a, an apple pie the other week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I had some pastry left over and because it was, I kept it in the fridge. Yesterday, I turned it into, how can I describe these? Nutella, almost like sort of, not biscuits exactly, because they're pastry, but sort of, I don't know. Cross Did you do like nuts? No, I just, like no, I, told I you couldn't, to. no, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't, be, I couldn't be bothered. So I just rolled it and then, because it didn't have um, a cutter. shape, a cutter, thank you. I had to just use a, a cup and uh, and get the sort of round shapes out of it and I managed to get eight out of it and just bang them in the oven for for fifteen minutes, came out and then put and then basically Nutella like buttered them with Nutella. Yeah, but by using Nutella, you've killed a monkey. Orangutans are dying. It wasn't Nutella. Nutella. It was te- it was Tesco chocolate spread. In actual fact, it wasn't actually Nutella. Yeah, but was it still full of palm oil? I don't know. I didn't look at the bloody didn't look at the ingredients. I just gave it to the kids. Well, you should do, man. People are monkeys are dying. <laughs> yeah. Every time a monkey dies, a government special advisor loses their job. <laughs> Dominic Cummings leaving Downing Street with this monkey's gone to heaven by the pixies in the background. That, <laughs> that is elegant. Yeah. <laughs> that that was that was that was a love a lovely moment. Even well, though was- even though that picture that whole you know buying the the, the picture and all the rest of it within the box was clearly a photo a setup photo op uh, to make. You know what happened after that obviously managed photo opportunity. Instead of going straight out of Downing Street, he then turned left at the end of that sort of cul-de-sac, went straight back into the Rose Garden. I oh, know at Ten Downing Street and had like leaving drinks. Did he? That's what that's what I've been made aware of. It was probably Peston and Kunzberg in the back there breaking out the espresso martinis. <laughs> but yeah, he that, that was a it was a staged photo op. Oh yeah. I was watching it all happen here on text because Lee Kane went, who was of course the Daily Mirror chicken. And was he? Obvious obvious nemesis of Piers Morgan. Right. Just Lee Kane, yeah. just while we're talking about him, just when I've seen pictures of him, I have to say I've noticed a resemblance between him and myself. Yes, slight. I don't know what his accent is. I think he's East Midlands. I th- but I'm Leicester. not too sure. Not Leicester. Leicester. Um, no. uh, more Nottingham. Oh, I, can't, I can't do. I can't do a nice I know. It's mm. I can... of all my friends, all the people from the East Midlands have the nicest accent because right. it's still slightly northern, but it's also slightly southern. It's like an RP, but not with conviction. It's just nice. There's a lilt to people from the East Midlands, apart from Leicester. Leicester. Sorry, OJ. <laughs> it's that is Derby's got quite a nice tone to it. 
I don't know why. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure they like it. Phone now. They haven't got to say the word cocku all the time. It goes cocker cock, and then when you move across, like the A500 to Derby from Stoke, it becomes duck, duck cock, cock duck. Because then Duck goes all the way from the East Midlands, sort of up through Chesterfield, and then it stops at around Door, just before Sheffield. Well, most things stop at the door, but yeah, okay. So I thought we were still doing the food segment there, Cock Duck, cock duck with chips or rice. There's a really lovely restaurant in Los Angeles I need to go to called Pistoli, where they give you a whole duck and they do the whole duck. And like they, they crush it and make a, a jus of like crushed duck and they... Yeah, that was very middle class of me. I apologise. <laughs> if anybody's listening from Pastjoli, is it Pastjoli? <laughs> Please let me have a free mail. That would be lovely. Well, you're going to have to do a bit of a better job than that of doing a plug to get. You have to get the name right at the very least. It's in Ocean Park, which is smack in between Santa Monica and Venice Beach. And right. Ocean Park is this place where Netflix and Google and Apple have all moved into. So it's becoming very, very rich. And Pastoli is this, this place. They've got a duck press. So they, they put the remains of the duck. So they cut the, the, the wings and they cut the breast. And then they just put everything else into this press and then press it down and then just squeeze all this like blood and duck juice out. Woo! Yeah, I just want to go there. Yeah, duck chat on uh, top Woo! of Woo! Tales of daring, doing duck chat. Scrooge McDuck, don't forget, wasn't homophobic. He was homoskeptic. God. Have you seen a duck's dick? They're weird. It's like a cloaca. I did see some ducks in the park yesterday. I didn't see their... Is that when you were rat hunting and dogging? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't afford duck in uh, in the northwest of England, particularly under current circumstances. We're foraging at this stage. There's a, there's a restaurant in, in St. Helens where you can get a rat. <laughs> it's a whole rat. And, they, and they've, they've got a rat press and they press it down and all, nice. the, all the rat juice. Rat juice and the rat blood. It all comes out. And then you drink it, and then you know whether you've got COVID or not. That's the testing. <laughs> that's the testing that's going on round here at the moment. Let me tell you. Oh, oh lordy! <laughs> and and gays can't buy milk. I feel now this is. Have you, have you seen that? There's been obviously everybody getting very excited about the new series of The Crown. None of which I've watched. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it to be fair. And everybody's getting very very upset about the fact that it's not realistic enough in terms of that it's it's playing fast and loose with our great British history. But I'm thinking, well, how how is this going to translate to series that will be made at some point in the future? Presumably, again, starring Benedict Cucumber Patches, Dominic Cummings. Again. Um, again, you know, that, that type of thing, you know, so when, when they write... He's these, already played Dominic Cummings in the... He has, Brexit, yeah, yeah, yeah. HBO thing, which wasn't very good. Was it the Uncivil War? I've, I've, I've not. Yeah, Uncivil War. Right, but what they're going to do with the moaning that you know the the eighties and what they've what they've done with the with the crown uh, is a bit too fantastical. So I think it involves, by the sounds of things, it involves uh, Prince Charles's a fishing prowess has been called into question on the page of the Daily Telegraph, which is a fantastic letter somebody's put in there. Uh, but I mean, I think it's getting to the stage where it's like Princess Diana scored the winner in the nineteen eighty three League Cup final. I think that's you know, I think that they've they've taken a bit of license, but. 
when the the book and the and the and the TV series is written about these this period now, it surely it will be absolutely impossible to stretch reality any further than it has already been stretched over the course of the last ten and a half months. If if that's the case, then I'd like to see Hat Mancock played by Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> for stretching the imagination and and Boris would either be Matt Lucas or Marek Larwood who also does a very very good Boris Johnson <laughs> Alex Lowe one of our favourites yeah would be Pretty Patel just for the <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. yeah and Donald Trump would be played by William Baldwin just uh, just for a little bit of a difference <laughs> yeah uh, Joe Biden can be played by the guy that played uh, young Mr. Grace uh, in <laughs> And Are You Being Served? Yeah. No matter what state he's in, it'll be, that, it'll yeah. be fine. Desiccated, that's the state he's in at the moment. And uh, I'd like Kamala Harris to be played by uh, Maggie Wheeler, who played Janice in Friends. That would be tremendous. I, I've, I always found her quite attractive. I never knew why Chandler would want to go with Monica when Janice was a bit more of a full package. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing... Voice might have had something to do with it. I don't. I don't know. Could you imagine that voice, Don Le Boudoir? <laughs> the be cracking glass, mirrors would be exploding. Oh. I'd rather not imagine that. To be honest, I'm just. I'd rather hear Janice moaning than Monica. And I will go through all the women in Mambo Number Five. Um, <laughs> because Chandler probably chats during sex. You know, he's a talker. He's he's not a doer. So he would embarrassingly talk throughout coitus. And Janice Ma- would just... Yeah. She, she, make, she make would, inappropriate jokes. Yeah. yeah. And, and Janice, with that voice, would just sound like hot butter on a skillet. And I think that's, that's quite nice. Monica is very tidy and fastidious, almost OCD-like. Yeah. So... Chandler and Monica having sex just doesn't work in my head. Yeah, but the upside is that she would do the cleaning up afterwards. <laughs> now, Elaine, <laughs> I can't ever see... I don't oh. know how Jerry and Elaine worked because I can see why they st- stuck to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably is the chance that Kramer would bust in at any moment during the uh, the passion just, oh, you're talking. You're talking through the door. I just, I, I thought you meant Kramer yeah. would just bust his nuts as if well, he's like, as if he's like the cuckold in the corner watching all of it. I occur. Oh, this, this is. I mean, when they said this, you're, they, you're listening to sitcom sex chats, <laughs> well, a brand new podcast from Top Content Productions. But this is this is like a, this is like a, a, a sat by the sounds things like a meeting that they'd had in the ground writers sort of Zoom chat. It's like right, how, far, <laughs> how far can we stretch this? Yeah, well, there's Charles and Diana, and then the Duke of Kent will bring in a a, a musket, and the Duke some, of Kent will what? Bring, bring in a <laughs> bring in a musket, and then there'll be some uh, some play with that. Um, He's the Duke of Kent. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the Princess King of Mar- Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> Princess Margaret will sit in the corner smoking a fag and looking nonchalant. How far can and we take this? The uh, the Queen Mother will just sit in the corner, choking on bones. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, in, in this scenario, is the Queen Mother a Wookiee? No, that's not Wookiee. Wookiee's... Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. I can't do that. Mine was more of a sexual... <laughs> <laughs> 
That was more Eartha Kitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say, um, Shirley Bassey pulling off ten Cardiff sailors um, <laughs> at the back post and nodding the winner in the last minute. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> about the top. Um, yeah, it's it's supposed to be fantastical, but I I do want to watch it for Gillian Anderson and stature because we mentioned this months ago. We did, when yeah, we, when we first heard it, and I think we squeezed out all the jokes out of it in the duck press then. And oh, <laughs> rap press, the rap press, the Saint Helens rap press, <laughs> Saint Helens rap press, which was a wonderful local newspaper. And it's such a shame <laughs> it's gone now, but that's the internet for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Gillian Anderson. Christ, I'm sorry, but I quite like Olivia Coleman as well. Olivia Coleman does it for me. Mustard heiress. Yeah, Olivia Coleman acting opposite Gillian Anderson. It's like, oh, come on. Let's get Emma Stone back in there. You know, it'll all be my favourites. That's a good well, movie joke. It's a good movie joke for you people. A good a good movie joke. Good joke. Good joke. I was going to say, I did watch the other day, the, the, we watched The Night Manager. We binged that. And Olivia Coleman is in that along with, uh, who else is in it? Oh, Tom Elis- oh, and Elizabeth Debicki. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, but it was remarkable how much, uh, much Elizabeth Debicki looked like Jack Ryder, a.k.a. Jamie from <laughs> EastEnders. Sonia's ex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know what was really weird? So here in Los Angeles, cinemas have been shut since March. Yeah. Yeah, over in Orange County, which is just south of LA, they've been open. They've all gone into lockdown. So me and my mates, because we were desperate to go and see Christopher Nolan's Tenet, yeah, went to go and watch it, and Elizabeth Debicki's in that. I pay him and enough; I've, you can see Christopher Nolan's Tenet whenever you want. I've, I've always found Elizabeth Debicki very attractive. So she's in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. She is, like like you mentioned earlier, and I think Priestess, I, yeah. I think she's hot. I really do. And then halfway through this film, she turned into Tom Hiddleston from The Night Manager. I couldn't watch it anymore. I couldn't watch it. Oh, They're the oh. same person. Oh, it's like a Tilda Swinton type of androgynous yes. thing. Yes. And then I, I can't now watch Elizabeth Debicki. The, and the worst thing, I don't know if you've seen Tenet. No. I and, I, and this is not a spoiler because it's a wonderful film and it deserves to be seen on a massive screen, hence why we made the pilgrimage down to Orange County. The bad guy is basically Noel Edmonds <laughs> and it takes you out of it. So it, it, it's, not about ti- it's not about time travel, yes. The banker calls him up <laughs> many times. It's not... It's not time travel, it's time inversion. That's all I'm going to say if you've not seen it. But the, the bad guy is Noel Edmonds. And once I had that in my head, I couldn't take any of it seriously again. <laughs> and it, it sort of took me out of the film. And it was, re- and I don't know why it reminded me of Noel Edmonds. There's just Christopher <laughs> Nolan has just been remaking all of his career, his big things like Inception, even Batman to some extent, and now Tenet. He loves Bond films. It's obvious he wants to make a Bond film. Bond film just yeah. for, just let him because he's a genius mm. but when your bad guy is Noel Edmonds there's a soup son of him taking the piss and I admire that even more surely now that is a natural progression for the crown for season five is to somehow decamp everybody take this as a sort of based on uh, true events and say right when the Windsor Castle fire takes place in 1992 the Anna that what they do is rather than them just moving to you know Balmoral or Buckingham Palace or what have you they decamp everybody to Crinkley Bottom and the whole thing takes place in the under the auspices of being effectively just a massive Knowles house party 
So you have Tony Blackburn turns up, knocks on the door, pops in. <laughs> Tony Stamp and Dave Quinlan from the uh, Dave Quinlan from the bill turn up and yeah. just check everything's all right. You're right, you're right, Your Majesty. Where's Prince Andrew? He's filling the guns tank in the nursery. Oh, not <laughs> again. <laughs> That'll take him days. <laughs> Fergie takes a shine to Neil Morris as he turns up to Sammy the Shammy. Yeah. <laughs> Sa- Sammy, Sammy the what? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, you've just reminded me of how utterly devoid of diversity <laughs> that Noel Edmonds house party was. There were no black people in it. There were hardly any women in it. It was basically a cock fest in a castle, which is to some extent what I'm a celebrity is this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Yeah, I'm just waiting for, on I'm a celebrity this year, for Felix Boness to turn up. <laughs> just as a jockey. Just as a jockey. <laughs> Oh, well, Kenneth Connor turning turning up in a pinstripe suit yeah. and an Italian moustache. Yeah, well, Tony oh. Blackburn could. T- I mean, it's not beyond the Tony Blackburn is still it? around. Yeah, and he's he wasn't. He's the original king of the jungle, so it's entirely plausible. Thank you for listening to more top content. The algorithm's going wacky at the moment, so please leave a review and push us up through the charts so Tim Cook can revel in our majesty. You can find us on social media and say hello to us that way. That will also screw the algorithms of the internet. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok at Top Content Pod. Top Content has been a Top Content production. Thank you. Thank you.